0: from KQED Public Radio in San Francisco. I'm Michael Krasny. Yesterday, President-elect Joe Biden outlined a transition plan and four priorities for day one in office. Those key issues include COVID-19, economic recovery, racial equity, and climate change. In this hour, we'll preview a Biden-Harris administration with Evan Osnos, author of the new biography, Joe Biden, The Life, The Run, and What Matters Now. But first, we'll talk with East Bay Democratic Congresswoman Barbara Lee about Oakland native Kamala Harris's historic election as the first female vice president, as well as the first black person and first Asian American to hold the office. That's next, after this news. Welcome to this morning's forum. I'm Michael Krasny. Joining us now to talk about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's victory is East Bay Democratic Representative Barbara Lee. She has served in Congress since 1998 and won her own re-election last week. And welcome, Congresswoman Lee, and congratulations on being re-elected.
1: Hi, Michael. Hi, all. Glad to be with you. And thank you so much. And let me take this moment to thank my constituents uh, for placing their trust in me and, and once again uh, voting. Uh, for me uh, during the last election and also thank everyone in the Bay Area specifically for helping uh, call into Pennsylvania, um, wisconsin michigan i mean the bay area really not only helped in the california elections but uh did everything all over the country to help this this biden victory Uh, last week we were with governor newsom in san francisco calling into pennsylvania with other elected officials and activists so the bay area really um, helped bring this victory about and i just wanted to say thank you to everyone
0: and the bay area saw jubilation and dancing in the streets and uh, not only because of uh, the election of joe biden but in many ways because, well, home gal Kamala Harris and someone who you know very well and I have known for years uh, was and is the vice president-elect and has broken barriers, uh, not only as a woman, but a woman of color. Uh, This is extraordinary for many people and this is certainly inspiring for many young people who see her now as a model, young people who can be inspired by her.
1: Listen, I am just ecstatic. I am so excited, not only for Vice President-elect Harris uh, in California, but for the country. Because uh, yes, you're right. Now, uh, little girls, um, girls of color, African American girls, South Asian, South Asian, <coughs> excuse me, girls, uh, girls really can't believe now that they can achieve the heights that they you know, are seeking. Uh, And they see now that um, many barriers have been broken for them. And, you know, I couldn't help but think of the person who got me involved in politics. And that was the first African-American woman elected to Congress, the first black woman to run for the presidency, uh, and the first African-American to run, and that was Shirley Chisholm. And uh, Senator um, Vice President-elect Harris and I have talked a lot about stoicism. This was like 52 years ago, mind you. And so I know that the grounds, that the, the, the uh, bre- groundbreaking uh, agenda And breaking through so many barriers by Shirley Chisholm and by so many other women of color and African-American women actually led to this day. So I am uh, so proud of uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, but also so happy that now uh, the hard work and what we have wanted and been waiting for and uh, fighting for, we've finally broken through.
0: Also marks the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, granting women the right to vote.
1: Absolutely. And that's a big, big deal. But you got to remember now, women of color, uh, African American women did not actually uh, receive the right to vote until the 60s. And so there were many years that uh, African American women had to fight for this right to vote. It wasn't until the Voting Rights Act passed that the black women were really able to achieve that um, equality of opportunity.
0: We just heard, by the way, uh, we're talking to Barbara Lee, who is East Bay Congresswoman and uh, talking about Kamala Harris's historic election as the first female vice president, as well as the first black person and first Asian American to hold the office. And uh, we do want to hear from you if you want to give your responses to this momentous and historic uh, election uh, of not only Joe Biden, but Kamala Harris and Barbara Lee (laughs) reelected. We'd like to hear from you. You can email us right now, forum at kqed.org. And uh, Congresswoman Leah, there's been a little talk uh, even right before we went on the air about who's going to be named by Gavin Newsom, the governor, to replace Kamala Harris. Your name has come up. Can I ask you to address that?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's an honor to be on uh, the list, but uh, I think he laid out what his criteria will be, and he certainly will make the decision based on uh, who he thinks uh, will best represent California in the Senate. And I'm listening to all of the, uh, what did he say, the vexing kind of uh, analysis that he has to make. He'll make the right decision, and uh, he's uh, being very methodical and thoughtful about it.
0: Could I also ask you sort of to weigh in now on the fact that, the legitimacy of this election is being questioned uh, and in fact uh, I can't help but think about when we talk about Senator Harris uh, Donald Trump referring to her as a monster and all these legal challenges now voter fraud Uh, presumably if the the country gets past all this you'll also have to possibly work with Mitch McConnell again uh, and a uh, Republican-dominated Senate that depends on what goes on in Georgia in January with two elections slated to go there Uh, but In all likelihood, the House of Representatives has, well, fewer members and not necessarily the power that it had and is divided among itself.
1: No, I don't think so. We uh, have to remember now, this was a presidential election and uh, while we won big time, uh, the Republicans turned out uh, big time for Donald Trump. And so many of the voters in in some of the um, swing districts uh, had Donald Trump voters, uh, but Speaker Pelosi, our DCCC, did a phenomenal job uh, in in maintaining the majority in the House. And we know who Mitch McConnell is. And we are laser focused, though, on Georgia. I know my constituents are, are helping now, like they did in the uh, Biden-Harris election, to make sure that we win those two seats in Georgia. So we have to focus on what it's going to take to really help uh, take back the Senate so that we can move forward forward. Uh, with the agenda to uh, address COVID nineteen, to deal with the economic recovery, you know the priorities: racial equity and climate change, with the, which the Biden Harris uh, team ha- has laid out. And so we have to win in in Georgia, and we're not shy of uh, fights, but we want to have bipartisan kinds of uh, legislation because right now this COVID pandemic is wreaking havoc on the country. And when you look at the rates of infection and the deaths and destruction in Black and Brown communities, this is terrifying. And and so we have to have an administration and hopefully Mitch McConnell uh, You know, knows right now, as we go back to Congress, that his constituents also are dying from this virus and his constituents need the kind of help that we put forward and voting voted for twice in the heroes bill. I mean, right now we need to make sure that our state and local governments have the resources so that our first responders and our essential workers aren't laid off so that they're protected, their jobs are protected. You know, in the HEROES bill, you know, we have the uh, extension of the, the uh, addition of the unemployment compensation, the direct assistance, more funding for our small and minority-owned businesses, you know, more funding for contact tracing and testing, specifically targeted to medically underserved communities. So we have a lot of work to do now to get this virus under control. And, and so we have to do uh, a lot at one time, play defense and offense. And, and we know who Donald Trump is. And we know that uh, he, you know, he, he for years has said he wouldn't accept the results of an election if he lost. And so we just, we're prepared with the lawyers and we're prepared to, to move forward in a, this peaceful transition and, and take over when, uh, you know, we intend to take over. And that's in January as a President Biden and Vice President Harris, because they won the election.
0: And talk, if you would, about, and by the way, you can get in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook. where at KQED Forum or email any questions you might have with the time we have with Congresswoman Lee to forum at KQED.org. I'm just wondering what kind of a role uh, and presumably a preeminent way you foresee for Senator Harris in this administration, particularly in terms of leadership.
1: Well, as vice president, I think, uh, uh, again, President-elect Biden said, you know, and I know this because I served when he was vice president uh, she'll be the last person in the room to provide her ideas to provide her uh her input and why it's so important is that she has a perspective that has never been put forth before in the white house as a as a woman of color Uh, her mother her late mother was a scientist (laughs) she believes in science she understands what research and scientific uh support uh, for our scientists, our medical community, our healthcare professionals, our workers, what that really means. And so I think that this broader perspective, this lens by which she will uh, focus uh, racial equity and, and justice, uh, climate change, economic recovery and COVID-19 and, and uh, all of the other issues. That we must address. I think the lens that she's going to bring, and the added value, and the fact that she is a partner, side by side with President Biden, will actually strengthen um, President President President-elect Biden, but also will uh, strengthen our country. And certainly, uh, Kamala is is a, a woman who understands how. We have to bring people together. She's a unifier. She's a fighter, but she also respects people. She cares for people. And so that added type of uh, perspective and, and input and sensitivity, because you know people are hurting. People have been terrified. I think we saw it on election uh, when, when the vote was called, people in the streets celebrating. People have been uh, worried anxiety-ridden, traumatized by the last four years. And she understands that. And so that sensitivity, that understanding of where people are is is so important to have her in the White House reflecting that
0: also. Yeah, when you're talking about partnerships, I can't help thinking about the fact that she brings the first uh, gentleman uh – Jewish husband, into the White House uh, as well, Doug Emhoff, uh, her lawyer husband. Uh, Let me read some comments that are coming in. Laura writes, thank you, Ms. Lee, for all your amazing work. And uh, Laddie tweets, I've been going back and forth between hate and fear of Donald Trump and what he's going to try to do to hope and joy for Kamala and Biden. Particularly been thinking about how we finally have a woman as vice president-elect. I feel like the GOP are taking this grand moment away from us. Congressman Lee, some response. To that? Uh,
1: don't no, don't feel that way. Uh, now, by profession, I'm a psychiatric social worker. <laughs> I have a, my MSW from UC Berkeley, and I just want to say this: uh, that this these emotions are real, and these emotions are to be expected in terms of uh, the fear. Uh, Donald Trump, for the last four years, has been a divisive individual. He has been uh, he has promoted the worst in in What we could ever experience in this country. And uh, so fear is real. And so many people um, are anxious and traumatized and worried. But we have to have hope. And we have to, and I think we saw people joyous and hopeful. We have to make sure we remember that the light does outshine the darkness. It really does. And that uh, fighting and, and achieving our goals is not easy. And as a black woman, I know that. And I have to just remind you that, uh, you know, when I um, was growing up, <laughs> uh, my parents were stationed. My dad was an army officer and wanted to purchase a home in San Leandro, couldn't because he was black in his uniform. But still, here we, I represent San Leandro today. <laughs> and so, Congresswoman,
0: gotta we got to say goodbye. We're up on goodbye. a break. <laughs> Thank you and congratulations again on your victory. Okay.
1: Thanks again. Nice being with you.